Welcome to the virtual church with Victory Bible Church International, Love Sanctuary Takradi, where Jesus is exalted and His love demonstrated. Now, the sermon. Today, I'm talking about a certain virtue in Scripture. This invaluable virtue is very deep. It's immeasurable. And it is priceless. You see, God has given us dominion. That we should rule. That we should prosper. That we should bear fruit. That we should multiply. But whether we shall prosper, whether we shall be fruitful, whether we shall increase, or whether we shall multiply, is very much dependent upon this virtue that I'm going to talk about. So I hope we we'll open up our hearts and receive the word of God. God himself knows that as we go through this life, we need this virtue. Now, day to day, Interaction with people, even with our own selves, and with him, even God, he knows that we need this virtue. So let's listen, and as we listen, the Lord shall fill our hearts with his word. Amen. Please give me James chapter 1, verse 5. James chapter 1, verse 5. As I preach, you, you know the virtue that I'm talking about. It says that if any of you lack wisdom, let me ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. This scripture gives credence to the fact that God knows that wisdom is very important in our day-to-day activity. That is why God is telling us, if we lack it, we should ask for it. And he will generously give it out without reproach. Meaning that he's not going to look at whether we deserve or we don't deserve. At once we ask, he will give it to us because he knows it's very important in our day-to-day walk with him. This morning we shall receive wisdom. And as we apply wisdom, you shall prosper. You shall multiply. You shall succeed in this life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So somebody, who is, who is, or what is this wisdom? Wisdom himself is going to answer these questions. So let's go to Proverbs chapter 8, verse 11. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 11. It says, no, give me um, ESV for this one. He says, take my instruction instead of silver and knowledge rather than choice, choice gold. For wisdom is better than jewels and all that you may desire cannot compare with it. What this scripture is telling is that wisdom is very important. And whatever you desire cannot be compared to this. You see, um, let me say this. Today is Mother's Day. So our mothers, they have this craving for jewels. 
nda ye enanum nyina bra ya hye won ho fa na yenyim so da abata na anso enanum yankofo bi a wopie guti so what happens is that um, the amount of jewels that they, are so, they, they, they can gather or they can amass will justify to the fact that maybe they are rich or they are, they've gotten what their heart desires. Nataya, or Sansuni de, a goosey do do a one sabacan, or no chair one buja waju wahu, ya hunyazisa wawa. But scripture is telling us that these jewels cannot be compared to wisdom. Now, so Chosemri catcher and there, the Melkuzi and Yimpa Bepir Apey, you're in Tumfan to Tunyansaho. Let's go to the same Proverbs, chapter 24, verse 14. You are reading scriptures. Wisdom itself is speaking to us. Proverbs chapter. Uh -huh. It says, Know that wisdom is such to your soul. If you find it, there will be a future and your hope will not be cut off. So, what this scripture is telling us is that once we acquire wisdom, our future is guaranteed. Nothing, nothing can cut off our future. I pray that you receive wisdom this morning. Amen. As you receive wisdom this morning, may, me, may you be on your path to your destiny. And may it never be cut off. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I'm, I'm quoting scriptures to explain how important wisdom is for us in our day-to-day -day work, even with God and with ourselves. So let's go to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 6. It says, Do not abandon wisdom, and she will protect you. Love her, and she will keep you safe. What it means is that when you apply wisdom, in everything that you do, you shall be protected. You shall be loved. And you shall be safe. What it means is that any decision that you take, any action that you take based on wisdom will be successful. Woman. Let's read another scripture. Proverbs 16, verse 16. I'm reading these scriptures just to let you know what wisdom is and why we need it in our lives. It says, How much better to get wisdom than gold? This scripture is comparing wisdom and gold, and it is telling us that it is better to get wisdom than to get gold. To, to get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. So this morning, all that I want you to know and be rested in your spirit is that you shall receive wisdom. And you shall apply this wisdom in your day-to-day -day life, in your relationships, at your workplace, anywhere that you find yourself. As you apply wisdom, you shall succeed. As you receive wisdom, may you be successful in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. After saying this, let us Look at other scriptures too, to buttress all these scriptures that we have read this morning. Let's read Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. These scriptures that I'm going to read, we are going to educate ourselves how we can acquire this wisdom. 
Hallelujah. He says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Other translations say wisdom. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So, meaning to get wisdom is dependent on the fear of God. This fear that we are talking about is not being afraid or being frightful because of God. It is your relationship with him. It is your intimacy with him. It is your connectedness to him. So as you, as, you, as, you, as you go into relationship, that intimate relationship with God, as you connect to him, you shall receive wisdom because you shall draw wisdom from that relationship. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 23 to 24. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. He says, But we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and folly to Gentiles. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. So what this scripture is telling is that Jesus is the embodiment of wisdom. So to have wisdom is to have Jesus. So I commend Jesus to you this morning. May you have him in the name of Jesus. And as you have him, you shall receive wisdom. Because scripture says that he is the wisdom of God. So as you, as you have Jesus residing in you, you shall receive wisdom. All this wisdom that we are talking about, we are going to see how we are going to apply it. And when we apply, we shall see results. We shall see good results. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Another way that we can acquire wisdom is to know the mind of God. And how do we know the mind of God? We know the mind of God through his word. So anytime that we read the word of God, we receive wisdom. Sof Agri used to say there is no solution outside the word of God. What it means is that when you read the word of God, you acquire wisdom, and that by the application of that wisdom, you find a solution to that issue. I don't know, I don't know what you are going through, but this morning you shall receive wisdom, and you shall apply that wisdom, and you shall overcome that challenge, you shall overcome that issue. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. See, King Solomon was called at a very tender age to rule over Israel. At that very tender age. In our time, if you are if you are made a king or a queen, what normally will come to your mind is how we are going to acquire wealth or how we are going to amass wealth. So the first thing that they will do is to go and look at their boundaries. 
So my rulership ends at this point. So from here to that place is where my rulership runs. But when God called King Solomon, this is not what he did. He knew he needed something for him to help him to rule his people. And that was wisdom. So that was what he prayed for. And as I've said, God knows that we need wisdom in our day-to-day activity. So for Solomon to ask for wisdom instead of riches, God told him, because you have not asked for riches, but you have asked for wisdom, I will give you wisdom. And on top of it, I will give you riches in the name of Jesus. Amen. As you acquire wisdom this morning, as you apply wisdom this morning, may you be successful in everything that you do. May you prosper as you apply wisdom in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So I want us to come to application. Hmm. You see, wisdom helps us to apply the right piece of knowledge at the right time. I was telling a, a, a couple, a new couple some time ago, that the marriage that they have started, they need the wisdom of God. Wisdom of God should be the foundation of that marriage. Because as they go through that journey, they will be privy to some information. And how are they going to apply that information or that knowledge? That will determine whether that marriage will stand or not. And I gave them an example. That somebody comes to tell you something about your spouse. Or somebody comes to tell you, let's go and do this, let's go and do that. What you have to do is to see that information or that knowledge that you have gotten through the lens of wisdom. So if you do that, and the word of God approves it, that means you can go ahead and take that action. But after doing that, if the word of God does not approve it, be watchful and do away with that knowledge or that information so that your marriage shall be firm in the Lord. One year later, they were only one year, I think about a month or two ago. They came to me and said, Pastor Yosin, what we are coming to tell you is very important. It is not that we haven't gone through any challenges within the one year. But anytime that issues come, we have applied wisdom. And because we have done that, that is how far we have come. If you had not done that, our marriage would have collapsed within the next the, the 
next few months or next three months, the marriage could have collapsed. But they applied it. And the Lord was on their side. And they are one year old. And they are moving forward. So I'm commending wisdom to you this morning. Very soon I will come very practical. Then we'll understand what we are talking about. The next thing that wisdom does for us is that it teaches us to be patient. Wisdom helps us to be patient. We know the story of King Saul. He was at a war front. But he was supposed to wait for Prophet Samuel to come to perform something before he goes ahead with the war. He waited uh, Samuel didn't come. Wisdom eluded him. And what happened was that he went ahead and performed a duty that was the preserve of a priest and not a king. So what happened in the end was that because he did not apply wisdom, he lost the kingship. He lost the favor of God. But that shall not be your story. You shall acquire wisdom. You shall apply that wisdom. And you shall be patient. And as you become patient, you will surmount every mountain that is on your way. And you shall move into your prosperity. This is First uh, Samuel chapter, but I'm not going to read. What I've just said is, from First Samuel chapter 3, verse 8 to 14, but I'm not reading. You can put it down and read it later. Another thing that wisdom does for us is that it helps us to take good decisions. And make the right choices. A gentleman came here during Destiny Hour. Prophet Ado prophesied to him that within two weeks, you will receive calls from two companies. They will all want to employ you. And within the next five days, the first company called him. He went for the interview. On his way back on that same day, the second company also called him. He also went for that interview. He was successful in both of the interviews. Then he came to Prophet Ado and said, this is what has happened. What should I says, go and pray. The Lord shall give you wisdom. The guy came back later on. In the first job, eh, the, the fringe benefits were better than the second job. So in his human mind, he thought the second one would be better for him. Like the one with the fringe benefits is better, would be better for him. After praying, the Lord spoke to him. Don't take that job with the good fringe benefits, but take the second one. 
He came to tell people, I said, go ahead, go and start the second job. He applied wisdom. Because in, in, in his own mind, why wouldn't he choose the one with the good benefit instead of the other one? But what happened at the end was that the second job that he took, when he went there, they gave him double of the first fringe benefits that he actually wanted to take. So that was an application of wisdom. In our human thinking, we would have thought that, oh, why wouldn't I choose this instead of this? But when he prayed and applied wisdom, he got twice as what he could have gotten in the first job. So that was the right choice that he made. That was a good decision that he made. So many years ago, I'm, to, I'm, I'm saying all this so that we know that wisdom will guide us to take the right choices, to make the good decisions, and to take the right actions. So many years ago, I was a kid. My dad came home from work, and he told my mom that he wants to resign his job. Then my mind was startled. He said, why, why would you want to stop that job? That is not a good decision you are taking. Eventually, he resigned that job. Later on, we saw that that was a good decision that he took. The person that he was contesting with for that position So his life was at risk. But that was a well-paid job that he was doing to take care of us. But by wisdom, to preserve his life and to preserve his family. He took that decision. He made that choice to resign that good job and to take a new job. After two weeks, that same company transferred him to Accra. And they gave him that position. So the man took the one at Accra. He went to Accra and took that position. So that was a good decision that he took. Based on wisdom. 
I'm praying for you this morning that you shall receive wisdom. As you receive wisdom and as you apply it, whether it is in your relationship, whether it is in the work that you do, whether it is in your day-to-day activity with people, as you receive this wisdom and as you apply, may you be successful. May you be successful. May you prosper. May you be fruitful. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let me read this scripture. Matthew chapter 7. From 23. Maybe from 24. It's a very popular scripture. Matthew chapter 7. Unless you are going to compare two people. How they manage wisdom. And the decisions that they took. It says, everyone then who hears these words of mine and, and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rain fell. And the floods came. The rains blew. And beat on that house. But it did not fall. Because it had been founded. On the rock. So this is the first man. Let's read. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. We are comparing two people and what actions they took, what decisions they made, and what choices they made. The rock here refers to the word of God. Yes, and it is Jesus. Amen. Because he is the wisdom of God. So what happened was that the person who built his house on the rock built his house on wisdom. And because he built his house on wisdom, he knew that the rains will come, the floods will come, but he knew that he must apply wisdom. That is why he said he built it, he dug deep and built it on a rock. What is going to happen to you that as, as, as you apply wisdom, you shall facing these issues. You shall be facing these issues of life. But wisdom will help you to make the right choice. Wisdom will help you to make the right decisions. Wisdom will help you to take good actions. And as you do so, you shall succeed in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Put your hands together and celebrate Jesus. Let's see what happens when there's no wisdom. When there's no wisdom, there's failure. There's rejection. As I read that scripture from um, uh, what I give, the example that I give about King Saul. There was no wisdom. He didn't apply wisdom. So he failed. 
and he was rejected. The kinship was taken away from him. But you shall not be so to you. It shall not happen so to you. I was a Damron told. Because I'm praying for you this morning. That you shall receive wisdom. And as you receive wisdom. You shall not fail in life. Because as you apply it. You shall not fail in life. And you shall not be rejected. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Another thing that happens is that. When there's lack of wisdom. We perish. When there's lack of wisdom. We perish. That is what scripture says. That, that for lack of knowledge, my people perish. What this scripture means is that it's not the fact that they have failed. And even if they have failed, they have failed because they don't have that knowledge. But you, as you listen to the word of God this morning, you are acquiring knowledge. And as you apply the word of God, you shall not perish. Because the word of God shall sustain you. Because the wisdom that you are acquiring, as you apply it, it shall preserve you. May wisdom preserve your life. Amen. May wisdom preserve your life. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. When there is no wisdom, there is destruction. Same. If you don't apply wisdom, it will lead you to destruction. I'm going to give a very practical example here. Let me, let me write. I have my pen here. You are acquiring knowledge, and as you apply, you shall not be led into destruction. We are, we are comparing the wisdom of this world and the wisdom of God. We see these three zeros here. And we see the wisdom of the world will tell you that if you move these zeros from here, you shall be richer by that amount. So let me remove the zeros. So from Three zeros, it has become what? One thousand. So that is what the, the wisdom of this world will tell you that move those zeros and place it at the other side and you shall be richer by that amount. And the wisdom of God will also tell you that yes, it is true. When you move the zeros to where the one is, you shall be richer by that amount. But the word of God, that is wisdom, will also tell you the consequences of your action. So as, as, as you apply wisdom, as, as you apply the word of God, which is telling you that, yes, it is true, you can move these zeros to here, you get thousand, but the consequences shall lead you to destruction. So as you acquire wisdom, as you just oppose it with the wisdom of this world, just oppose. <laughs> so know that as you as you compare, let me put it, as you compare the wisdom of this world to the wisdom of God. Just oppose, you know. 
It will come at a particular point in time. Yes, yes, it is true. But wisdom will still prove to you that these are the consequences of your action. Because of wisdom, you will not do it and you will not be led into destruction. <laughs> When I was the, the last five years work that I did. <laughs> I had a call from our head office. <laughs> and the guy is at our payroll. <laughs> and I was in charge of over 100 workers at and he proposed something to me. That we can do this, we can do this, and we can do that. At the end of the month, we can acquire some wealth and share. Meanwhile, already so many that they are discussing there. At around that time, that suggestion came. And I said to myself, I will not do it. And called me, he called me several times. Then I had, I had to tell him that I can't do it because this will lead me to destruction. He sold the same idea to another person at our sister company in Tema. He wanted to be richer. He wanted to move the zeros to where the one is, to be richer by that amount. The first two months, they succeeded, but on the third month, they were caught and they lost their job. They have been led to destruction because they did not take good decision. They didn't apply wisdom in their work. The trust of my message is that you need to apply wisdom in your day-to-day -day activity, in your relationship, at your workplace, wherever you find yourself. Apply wisdom. Because if you do that, you shall prosper. If you do that, you will not fail. If you do that, you will not perish. If you do that, you will not be led into destruction. The Lord himself shall be your help. He shall go before you. And he shall speak to you. On that crossroads, the Lord shall speak to you. On what decision to take. On what choice to make. And so I apply that wisdom. You will be lifted out of the road of destruction. And be placed on the road to success. To fruitfulness. To prosperity. And you shall succeed in life. Put your hands together and celebrate Jesus. I'm bringing my to a close. So give me Proverbs chapter, let's revisit Proverbs chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. I've left you two scriptures, this one and Proverbs chapter 6, sorry, 3, verse 16. It says, do not forsake her 
We've read it already, but I want to lay some emphasis. Do not forsake her, and she will keep you. Love her, and she will guide you. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom, and whatever you get, get insight. And give me Proverbs chapter 3, verse 16. Proverbs 3, verse 16. You leave the, the 7. Yeah. Give me Proverbs 3, verse 16. That's my last scripture. Uh -huh. It says, Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. What it means is that if you want riches and honor, go for wisdom. And you should do it according to the, the previous verse that we read, that for uh, uh, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. You just oppose the two. And what happens is that you will not override the other. You will not be misplacing this over this. I will explain. Which means, which means, what it means is that you must prioritize. Meaning that one should come before the other. Because the, the, the second one will be the result of the first one. You might be looking for riches. You might be looking for Anna. But the right way to go for it is to get wisdom. So as you acquire wisdom, riches and honor shall be added unto you. Just as it happened to Solomon, he asked for wisdom. The Lord granted him wisdom. And he added riches and honor. What it means is that you take action on one and the end result is the other. That is, you apply wisdom and as you apply wisdom, riches and honor is added unto you as an added on. This morning, my prayer for you is that may you receive wisdom. Amen. May you receive wisdom. As you receive wisdom, and as you apply it, may you be able to make the right choices in life. As you make the right choices in life, as you take the right decisions, as you take the right actions, this may lead you into your prosperity. It will lead you into your fruitfulness. It will lead you into the success that you are looking for. It will set you on your path to your destiny. And wisdom shall bring you to your destiny. I again pray for you that you shall not be led into destruction. You shall not be led into destruction. 
by the, so that by the lack of wisdom, you shall be a failure. No, you shall never be a failure. That is my prayer for you this morning. I also pray for you that you shall not perish because you will apply wisdom. And as you apply wisdom, you will walk into your destiny and you shall receive rest. May you receive rest because you shall apply wisdom and riches and honor shall be added unto you. In Jesus mighty name. Jesus in it. Let's put our house together and celebrate Jesus. You changed my destiny with the awesome price you paid. Now I can say. Thank you for listening. Follow us on YouTube and on Facebook at Prosper Asamoah for more of these teachings. God bless you.